Welcome back to Pass It to Patrick, Season 2, Episode 1. We're ready to go. New year. New sports news. Crazy sports news. Everything from AB's new latest drama to saying, well, it wasn't very professional of me to, you know, throw my jersey and throw my gloves, take my shirt off, jumping jacks off the field. That was probably not the way to handle it. Well, uh, too little, too late. Also, in other news, the Dolphins seem to want to self-sabotage. They are self-sabotaging um, this week when they let go of Brian Flores. They have decided that it's time to revert back to the old Dolphin ways. The new ways of winning, they just weren't sitting right with uh, the Dolphins' uh, front office and owner. So it was time to cut loose Brian Flores, one of the top young coaches in the league, a uh, defensive mind who has turned around the Dolphins' organization. But, you know, none of that seems to matter. Uh, as I think what will happen is Brian Flores will interview with several teams. It's reported that he's going to interview uh, with the Bears. Um, I think it'll be... I think he's going to interview with the Giants because, you know, they let go of Joe Judge, which they should have. I'd never seen such a coach do what he did in that New York Giants game. Even if you were not even close to a contender, you can't give up. And New York fans, they would hate that. They hate to see that. And now New York doesn't have a lot to look forward to. They have a good draft pick, I believe. But overall, Joe Judge, it was time for him to go. And I believe that they will interview Brian Flores. I believe that the Bears will interview Brian Flores. Some of these teams, they're going to get one of the, these guys. Now, it's been reported that the Texans could be looking at different options at, for the head coach. Now, the Panthers, there's different reports, too, on Matt Rule. Is it time to move on from him? I, I don't think so. I think you need to give him another year. He, he's building a culture there. But Brian Flores is definitely, in my opinion, the top coach on the market. If we didn't have such a good coach in Ron Rivera, I would be begging Washington begging them to go after Brian Flores. And you know, no surprise, Dolphins players, <laughs> they're not too happy. They're not too happy that Brian Flores is gone, and I don't blame them. Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? That's what I want to know. I, I, it's, it's, it's almost the syndrome of if the Cleveland Browns let Baker go, which I, I don't think they will. It's been reported that he's in their plans for 2022 season. It's almost that that logic of who you're going to get to replace him because same with Ben Roethlisberger. Who's out there? What are you going to do? you going to go get a rookie quarterback? Are you going to throw throw that rookie into the fire in the AFC North? No. So it, it's just that whole dynamic of who are they going to get to replace Brian Flores had one of the top teams uh, in the league the last two years. And even though they went 1-7 early on in the year, he brought them back, <laughs> and he finished, I think he won like eight out of his final nine games, and that is good. I don't know what Dolphins front office is thinking, but this isn't it. This isn't how you go about building a championship team. You had the pieces in place. Now, reportedly, Tua Tonga Viola and Brian Flores had a heated blow-up before the coach's firing. Now, that is reported. I don't know the accuracy of those claims, but if that is true, what really took place within that Miami Dolphins front office? What really took place? Because, obviously, there was talk of them going after Deshaun Watson, you know, earlier on in the year. Was that something that was being argued? 
by Brian Flores in the front office and was Tua involved in those discussions of, you know, will he be traded? All, all in all, it just very weird situation in Miami. And once again, Miami was scared of winning, just as Washington always is, you know, because the owner is holding the team back. And I believe that the owner for the Washington football team is holding us back. Same as the Dolphins. But I just don't know. I don't know who you're going to get. I don't know if there's a coach that they have in mind. But even if you're going to bring in Deshaun Watson, why would you fire Brian Flores? Like, why wouldn't you just say, as the owner, we're bringing in Deshaun Watson, Brian, and he's our guy, two is out. That's just my decision. I'm not going to jump in and take over and tell you how to run the team, but this is the player that will be coming to the Miami Dolphins. Because it's been reported that Deshaun Watson wants to go to Miami. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Is Tua the the guy there? I think Tua showed that he can be the guy. I think he can be a franchise quarterback. I don't think he will be superstar next level. And, you know, his his Tua's numbers for this last year, they weren't spectacular. But he got the job done. He got the job done. For this last year, his stats were 2,653 yards, 16 TDs, 10 interceptions with a 90.1 QBR rating which is up from the 87.1 last year when he was, you know, being in the rotation with Fitz and they were shifting those guys in and out. And mind, mind you, the Brian Flores did a good job with that. He did. He managed that bumpy road of having a rookie and a veteran because Ryan Fitzpatrick was getting wins. And he was inserting Tua into that and pulling, pulling him out. And, you know, it, it's just one of those things I believe that they overreacted, they jumped the gun, they kind of had an off year, and, and then that's it. And now they've set themselves back. And you, this is what I want to say. These teams in, in the AFC, the, the Jets, the Dolphins, the, the Bills, you really have to be careful. Because in your division, there's the Patriots. And I know, all these teams, all these three teams, I know what their thinking was. Tom Brady's gone. Now's our chance. We're the top dogs. Well, Bill Belichick's got a kid named Mac Jones, and he's pretty good. And I thought he'd be pretty good. He looked ticked off in the draft going 15th overall when he could have went to San Francisco. Whether they made the right decision in San Francisco with Trey Lance and Mac Jones, where they could have taken either of those guys, we'll see. There's no way of knowing right now because Trey Lance hasn't even played a game in the NFL. He hasn't played a game. There's no way of knowing if he's the guy for the for the San Francisco 49ers, or if he's not, or if they should have taken Kyle Pitts, if they should have taken Mac Jones, if they should have taken maybe, let's say, a Micah Parsons, because that defense for San Francisco isn't what it once was. But this is the whole point. Even if Tua is an elite, that's not on Brian Flores, okay? It's not. I think... If you were to go into Brian Flores and tell him, hey, Brian, we just don't think Tua's getting it done. You are going to get Deshaun Watson. We're going to trade away the future to get him. That's what's happening. You're going to still be the head coach. I think he would have respected that, and I think they could have built upon that. But obviously, they're not too worried about that. <laughs> uh, they have set themselves back, I believe, uh, for another five years or so they will definitely be regretting firing Brian Flores. And I know the players know that too. And I wonder what implications this is going to have on Tua. 
Will Tua still be the guy there? Because he had that Miami Dolphins team, you know, rolling. I mean, they won eight of their last nine. That is not bad. (laughs) It's not bad at all. Uh, I just, I don't know, Dolphins fans. I don't know. I feel for you. I feel for you. In other news, Antonio Brown. Can we talk about him? I don't know. We didn't really talk about him much after the whole blow up. I didn't want to get too into it. Because I'm not going to get into the vaccine status of the card, all that stuff. Was it a felony? Yes, but I believe probably there was a lot of shady business going on in the NFL. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. Aaron Rodgers wasn't even vaccinated. And the Packers knew it, and the NFL knew it, and they slapped his wrist, and they gave him a fine. So honestly, I think half the guys probably had fake vaccination cards. Maybe under half. I think it was more common. So I'm not going to put that on AB. I'm not going to. Now it was wrong of him, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let it affect what happened in Tampa, because I believe his past transactions is what ultimately doesn't give him credibility in his side of the story. Because now Bruce Arians has come out and said no, he was just upset about not getting touches, uh, getting balls thrown to him. So. That's what it was, and, you know, he sat, apparently, and didn't go in with the unit because, obviously, uh, Byron Leftwich, he calls these plays, and there's certain packages where A.B. was probably in a package to go out there and run uh, with a team. He had a package with receivers, what plays they were going to run, and he just sat there and said, no, no, I'm not I'm not going. And I believe it, it escalated from there to the point where even Mike Evans was over pleading with A.B., you know, but it, it it's one of those things where even though AB's apologizing right now, that probably wasn't the way to handle it. It it, it is amazing that he came out and yes, past transgression past transactions, excuse me, are something to look at. But to throw Tom Brady under the bus, the guy who gave you a chance, he gave you a chance in the league. He brought you back. <laughs> I mean, the Raiders. You got into the cryopod with wet feet, and that's how you got frostbite, and then you blame them. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm out of here. Even He signed a $50 million deal with the Raiders, $30 million guaranteed. He could have just shown up for the first week, and he'd got it. But he didn't, and now he's playing on incentive deals. His past transactions... Not the not the present ones, because I believe the vaccine, I'm gonna give I'm just gonna give him a pass on that because I just I just think that stuff in the NFL was going on. And I'm not I mean Aaron Rodgers lied too. So whatever. Uh but the the whole thing is he has no credibility because of the past. And this stuff haunts you into the future. We saw it with TO. Now, even though TO didn't have a lot of off the field issues, still a controversial player. But this is the whole thing with A B. I think another team will give him a shot. But one of the biggest problems I see is they're going to give him a shot. He's going to apologize. Like, look, look, you've already seen him apologize. He's already come back and said that it wasn't the best way to handle it. Well, too little, too late, AB. You already handled it the way you handled it. And now he he's he's out. I, I, I don't know if he'll get another shot. I believe he will. But he's out of Tampa, and he said... He doesn't want to be associated with that brand. <laughs> what what brand is that? The successful? Because success in Tampa, you don't want to be associated with that? I don't know. 
I just AB is one of those stories where you could go on and you could break it down and you could talk about it for hours upon hours. There's too much. All right, so a lot of other head coaches were, you know, let go. A lot of open coaching positions. Um, I have my top seven best destinations of where I believe, I believe some of these coaches, some of these opportunities uh, are the best. I'm just going to go ahead and start off my list because I want to get into this. I believe that the Denver Broncos are number one. I think you could have extreme success in Denver if Brian Flores was to go there. There's the opportunity to get Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I think that team is set up for success. Number two is the Las Vegas Raiders. That coaching job, I, I think it's a really good one. <laughs> I think it's really good. I think you could find a lot of success there in Oakland because they have a car there, a quarterback. The team has shown that they can persevere through different things. I believe 100% the Raiders are the second best opportunity for a coach. Number three, the Minnesota Vikings. I got the Minnesota Vikings as my number three because Kirk Cousins is there. He's a good bridge quarterback. You could have him and take a rookie a quarterback in this next draft because Mike Zimmerman was let go. So Vikings are number three. Okay. Then we got... At number four, the Chicago Bears, because I believe the Chicago Bears have a good unit with Justin Fields there, too. Now, Matt Nagy was let go, and the GM, best decision there. Uh, I think the best decision there in uh, Chicago was to let these two guys go. You had the Mitchell Trubisky fallout. You had everything with him and Matt Nagy, and then Justin Fields, when he was in, it didn't look like the coaching staff really catered to what he was doing, but I think they could build something there in Chicago with the right coach. That's number four. Number five, the number five team is Miami Dolphins because that team, I, I just don't have them high on my list. Number five is Miami. It's just Brian Flores left and he built a culture there and now you're going to have a coach come in and he's just going to try and undo the culture and build his culture. So I, that's not a good place for a coach to go in. Number six, Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, Trevor Lawrence is great. He's the best building block. But there's a lot of issues with that team that they have to get figured out. Any coach that takes that job has got his work cut out for him. And my last team, number seven, the New York Giants. It's New York. New York's got to prove me wrong this next year because I, I just don't see it with Daniel Jones. If the team's plans are to stick with Daniel Jones, I think that's going to hurt them overall. Now's the time to move on from Daniel Jones. You moved on from Joe Judge, move on from Daniel Jones, start fresh, build a better culture. You have Shaquan Barkley there. You, you can't waste that. <laughs> Barkley is a top running back. He's had some injuries, but don't waste it. Just don't waste it, New York. They probably will, but I'm hoping they don't. Those are my top teams for the best coaching opportunities. Honestly, a lot of coaches let go, a lot of shakeup in the NFL. We're just getting going here in the offseason. So many storylines to get to with the NFL. So, you know, in the last episode, I predict, I've been doing this every week. I've predicted the games, and I've, I've gone through weeks 1 through 18, predicting who I have winning each week. I went 8-7 and seven in week 18. I didn't think I did too bad. I didn't. Week 18, it was kind of up and down. I just barely got over that 500 mark. My total now, 
for the entire year, my overall record is 169 games predicted correctly to 102 predicted wrong. And I'll take that. I'll take it. I think I did okay. <laughs> I think I did okay with those numbers. Is it great? No, but, you know, above 500. First year is in the books covering the NFL on this show. I loved it. Playoff time is very exciting. We're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs here in a little in a little bit, but overall, crazy stuff this last week. It, it just goes to show you that the NFL, even though the season ends, the NFL doesn't stop. Look at all these stories we got with the coaches. We're going to see where some of these pieces land. I think Brian Flores would be great in Denver. I hope Denver sweeps him up because Brian Flores is a top coach. He imagine what he can do with that defense. <laughs> and a couple defensive picks this year. And if you get Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers with Jerry Judy, that that team will take off. But the NFL just doesn't stop. It just doesn't. We're going to have to talk about the draft upcoming, uh, some of these teams. Also, I want to say kudos because this past week, Stenson Bennett and Georgia knocked off Alabama and Bryce Young. I mean, that guy wasn't even starting at the beginning of the year. So congrats to Georgia uh, for their... SEC National Championship game, the big win, awesome for the state of Georgia, first win in 41 years, and it's just awesome that Stetson Bennett grew up a Georgia Bulldog, and when he's like three years old, and then he comes in, four-string walk-on, and he's the one to win that for him, so he's, he's entrenched himself in Georgia history. I don't think that guy will have to pay for another meal, as long as he's in Georgia. He shouldn't have to, anyway. Another meal in his life. <laughs> but the NFL, it's it's taken off. We're, first year is over with the regular season, but now is the exciting time to talk about the playoffs because the playoffs are here. And I have my predictions where I think some of these teams, their strengths are, their weaknesses are. So the NFC wild card, or not NFC, excuse me, the AFC wild card, this weekend is the Raiders at Bengals, Saturday, the 15th, 3.30 p.m. I have, my prediction for this game is I have the Bengals getting the win. Look, the Bengals, they're one of those teams that can beat you like without you even knowing. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, all of a sudden you think, oh, it's the Bengals, but they're different this year. They're special. I have the Bengals going extremely far in the playoffs. So I think the Bengals come up with the win here against the Raiders. Now, Grant, again, Derek Carr is a top-tier quarterback. He's shown that. He can get it done. And this Raiders team's got some fight in them. They've overcome adversity. But I just don't think they're the Bengals. When you got Joe Burrow putting up the numbers he's put up, and he's playing with a confidence. This can't be understated. Joe Burrow is playing with extreme confidence right now. And he's got his guy. He's got Jamar Chase. He said in an interview, you just throw it up. I know Jamar's down there. I know he's down there somewhere, my guy. And he has got it rolling there in Cincinnati. And Cincinnati fans, you should be ecstatic. Uh, I, think, I think Joe Burrow will be the MVP next season. I do. I think he'll be an MVP next year in the league. Overall, I got the Bengals winning that game. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think the Bengals will win 34-31. I think it's going to be in the 30s again. Both these teams are going to be rolling and playing hard. And we've seen in the playoffs the, the refs 
they just call the games differently. I feel like they get they let them get away with a little more, personally. Uh, so I got the Bengals winning that game this weekend. Next game, Patriots at Bills. Uh, you know, I want to go with the Bills. I really do. But Belichick. Belichick's back in the playoffs. And this may be foolish of me to say, I think the Patriots are going to beat the Bills. <laughs> I just do. I think I think the Bills will see that Belichick and Mac Jones, they roll out of that tunnel, and I just don't know if they're going to have it this year. I got the Patriots winning this game. You just cannot underestimate Bill Belichick and that Patriots team. You can't. There was the win game where he ran it. I think Jones only threw it six times, and he ran it 40 times or something like that. And they won. And that's just a coaching move. And that that's what's going to win this game. I think he's the better coach. I think they slightly have a, you know, that defense is really good for the Patriots. I got the Patriots beating the Bills 27-21. to 21. I, I just think the Patriots will come out on top here. And that's my pick. That's my kind of out there pick of the game. Next, we have on Sunday, both those games, those AFC games are on Saturday. Then we have Sunday, the Eagles at Buccaneers. Eagles fans, you're awesome. You guys came back. The Eagles team is playing great. They got Jalen Hurts, but Brady will beat you guys. He just will because it's Brady. Even with all the AB drama, even with all that that's gone on, he still got Gronk. Gronk's out of the doghouse. Gronk's catching balls again from Brady. The world makes sense again. <laughs> and he's got Mike Evans. If they can get playoff Lenny running the ball like he has in the past playoffs, then obviously I believe they're going to get the win. The The Bucks are going to win this game 31-17. to uh, 17. All right. Big game. I mean, did anyone see that Rams 49ers game in Jimmy G? Should the 49ers have gone defense? Should they have just waited and taken Mac Jones? Traded back even? <laughs> A lot of stuff is surrounding the 49ers now. And Jimmy G got it done despite throwing a couple picks. He made the throws. He shocked me. I watched that game. That game was a nail-biter. And to lose it the way the Rams did, Stafford doesn't look great, guys. But anyway, the 49ers take on the Cowboys. And that's the game we're talking about. The Rams are a whole nother situation. <laughs> the 49ers take on the Cowboys. I believe 100% the 49ers will get the win. I think Cowboys are going to do Cowboy things here. I just do. I have the 49ers winning this game because that defense is no slouch. And the Cowboys have played some really bad teams. I mean, they've yeah, they've won 50-some to, you know, 20 on Washington and Philly. Guys, it's Washington and Philly. Come on. I mean, even though Dak, they've had some offensive struggles. They have. I think, again, 49ers, they're going to win this game. Jimmy G, that run game from Kyle Shanahan, even though the play calling has been up and down with Kyle, the, the overall opinion of mine is the 49ers will come out and win because they're going to get that run game established early. And who knows if, if Zeke will be running it like he has in the past. 49ers go into Dallas. Dallas does cowboy thing. Cowboys do cowboy things. 49ers get the win. 27 to, I'm going to say 21. Close game. But Cowboys get the win. 
Steelers at Chiefs. I believe Chiefs are going to get the win here. Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, love seeing him make one more playoff push. But overall, the Chiefs have the better offense. And I think that some of these teams that weren't clicking early on, like the Chiefs, and, you know, kind of the the Bucks were, were clicking, but they weren't playing their best football. I think some of these teams are going to wake up and start playing their best football. So I got the Chiefs winning this game, though. I think they're going to go off. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, they're going to just make the plays they need to make to get this win. I, I think Roethlisberger and that team will put up 17, but I believe it'll kind of be a blowout. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will put up 34. All right, final game then of the weekend. Those previous two games we talked about, they're on Sunday. Monday night football, 7-15. Cardinals at Rams. Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. I did not like what I saw from Matthew Stafford, guys. I I just didn't. Everyone keeps saying Stafford's elite. Stafford's, you know, next level. I wonder if he truly is. Okay? Because I I don't really see it. He's thrown a lot of picks. This is the biggest stage he's been on. He was in Detroit. You know? And the stage there, it was Detroit. He was a big fish in a little pond. He was the guy. He was almost named Lillard. (laughs) But it's it's a whole different atmosphere in L.A. Whole different. The stage you're on, ten times what it was in Detroit. Everyone's watching what you're doing. Everyone's writing about you in their column. Everyone's talking about you. And he just, he looks sloppy in that game to me, personally, to me. The Rams have their work cut out for them against the Arizona Cardinals because I think Kyler Murray is going to be all over the place. I think he's going to go off. I think the Arizona Cardinals will win this game, no doubt. Kyler Murray's he's a baller, okay? And when he gets going, there it's hard stopping him. The Dallas Cowboys lost to the the Arizona Cardinals, and Kyler Murray looked great in that game. He's smaller, he is, but that guy can run the ball. He can run it like no one's business. He makes plays. And when it comes down to it, you need your playmakers. Cooper Cup is the Rams playmaker. Kyler Murray is the Cardinals playmaker. And I'm just going to give the edge to Kyler Murray. I think the Rams will be knocked out. Uh, First week of the playoffs. It sucks because I believe the Rams win all in this year. Their defense is good. But that defense let them down against the 49ers. They did. And Matthew Stafford put them in positions to win. There were a lot of reasons they lost. Matthew Stafford looked sloppy, and the defense looked sloppy. I'll put more of the blame on Stafford because you have to overcome. You have to rise to the occasion and make those plays. That that last ball he threw to be intercepted, it was a little underthrown. It was. Now, I didn't know if Odell, Odell Beckham Jr., excuse me, didn't run the route perfectly, but it looked like Matthew Stafford just underthrew that ball. <laughs> Overall... The Rams, I hate to say it, you're going to be one and done. Cardinals are going to get the win. I think Cardinals will put up about 27 points. I think the Los Angeles Rams will put up 21. I I just see the Cardinals coming out on top here. And sometimes when I make my score predictions too, I'm just hoping to get close to that. It may be 31 to 24, somewhere in there, but that's my score that I see it working out. Close to that. That's the first week of the playoffs, guys. It's the first week of the playoffs. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens. 
I can't wait to see if I'm wrong, if I'm right. I have a feeling the Patriots are going to come out on top on the Bills. I know know Bills Bills fans don't want to hear it, excuse me, but there's just something pulling me towards, I have just a gut feeling that Bill Belichick and, uh, excuse me, Mac Jones, uh, MJ10 is his brand that he trademarked. I I just have this weird feeling that they're going to get the win, and Josh Allen's, that team's going to be shocked. Overall, though, it's going to be awesome to watch. My Super Bowl teams, I got Tennessee Titans going to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're the best overall team. I'm I'm going to go Tennessee, and I, I got the Bucks going against Tennessee. I think the Packers will do Packers things. The Cowboys are going to do Cowboys things. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. That's my early Super Bowl predictions. Maybe it'll... My, my Super Bowl predictions are going to change, too, throughout the playoffs. But that's who I got this week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Season 2. Like I said, I want to get... Uh, different content out there for you guys. Going to try really hard to do that. I, I enjoy talking to everyone about my sports opinions. So awesome that we've been doing this for a year. So awesome. Washington's going to get a new name too, February 2nd. I'm holding out that it's a good name. I've heard rumors of uh, admirals, commanders, hogs. Uh, I don't know. Saw some teaser pictures of the uniforms. Just like little snippets that they did. They look pretty good. I like them. Well, they look clean. I don't know. Weird time to be a Washington fan, though. Weird time. I don't know what the future holds, guys. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Get one in the draft. Trade for one. I don't know. Ron Rivera says we'll do whatever we need to do. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. Uh, Please hit that subscribe button. Leave a five-star rating. Leave a one-star rating. Whatever you guys think. Let me know where I need to improve. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Hit me up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter, all that good stuff. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. This has been Pass it to Patrick.